2 Corinthians chapter 5, looking there at verse 9 and 10. And then we're going to look over at verse 17. First off, 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 9. Therefore, we make it our aim, whether present or absent, to be well-pleasing to him. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. And then verse 17 tells us, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. I want us to look at these verses for a moment and reflect on what we're seeing here because we've got some good stuff to look at. You see, there's no doubt about it. When you and I have come into a relationship with Jesus, our lives have changed 100% for the good. And it says here, therefore, we make it our aim. We strive every single ounce of our life. If you and I can honestly say with every ounce of our heart that the moment we wake up and the moment we go to bed, from all that time in between, that we're striving and aiming to live for Christ we want to speak the way he would have us to speak. We want to, we want to look the, the way he would have us look. We want to dress, in other words, to honor him with our bodies. We want to, we want to look the way he'd have us to look. We want to, we want to act the way he would have us to act. And every form, we're making it our aim to please him. Very important. Verse 10 says, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. We're going to appear before the Lord and one day give an account, whether good or bad, the things we've done. And Christ, listen to me, Jesus Christ came and died for all of our sins, past, present, and future. So if you're listening today and you're still living all, drowning off in that deadful, dreadful way of life, living in a passionable thing for the sins of this world, you're not living according to Christ, he came and died to make it right and to make it well. So you don't have to sit and worry any longer about living in such a way. And somebody might say, well, how do we know this to be true? Well, the Bible says very clearly there in verse 17 of uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in, if anyone, if anyone, no matter who, no matter what color, no matter what race, age, no matter who you are, man, woman, boy, or girl, he says right there in verse 17, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Old things have passed away. We are no longer uh, carrying ourselves in those old ways. We're focused on the things of God. There's a changed heart. If we're in Christ, there's a changed heart. We're longing to see the things of the Lord. We're hungry for his word. And we're being fulfilled with that joy and that peace and that compassion from Christ. So I want to encourage you today, really consider, examine yourself. The Bible says we should examine ourselves to see if we're in the faith, and we'll know whether we are or we're not. Are you in the faith? Do you know Jesus Christ today? Is it your aim 
Is it your aim? Therefore, we make it our aim. We make it our aim to please him. To please who? The Lord God. You say, well, I try to please the Lord every day. It just doesn't work out. Listen, if you try in your own strength, if you try in your own strength to please God, you're going to fail every time. If I try in my own strength, I'm going to fail every time. But when I come before God, and I'm led by His Holy Spirit. The Bible says that if we walk in step with the Spirit, we'll understand the things that come from Him and His truth. The Bible tells us that a natural man cannot understand this truth. Someone who doesn't, doesn't have the Lord, who doesn't know Jesus, doesn't have a relationship, but the heart hasn't been converted to the Spirit of God. Listen, if you don't know God, truly have a personal relationship with Him, you can't understand the things that come from this book, His Word. You'll make every excuse under the sun as to why you can't understand, but the Bible clearly states why. You don't know him. Listen, you go talk to somebody you don't know, you can't carry on much of a conversation because you don't know them. But when you get to know them, when you get to know them, you can begin to carry on some conversation. When you and I get to know God, we understand who he is because he reveals to us through his own spirit. He guides and directs us along the paths that we are to walk on. Our life and our very taste for life begins to change. There's when you know you've been converted. You're not so concerned anymore about the reality of this, that, and the other. But no, you're now concerned for thy neighbor. The Bible says that we're to love our neighbors, we love ourselves. Now, does that mean we get out here and just take care of every single human under the sun? No, we go by the leadership of the Spirit. We're going to be doing what God has called us to do, taking care of who God calls us to take care of. It's not that we go get involved in every single Feed the Hungry camp or, 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 or mission group or, 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 or uh, uh, you know, uh, place that does that. It's not that we go get involved in all the uh, clothe, clothing ministries. It's not that we go get involved in every single thing our church has to offer. And by the way, if you're not going to a church on a regular, uh, a regular attendance, uh, the, when you and I are in the Lord, when we have a relationship with Jesus, we want to do what his word says. And one of the things he tells us is to go and fellowship together, that we should not forsake the assembly. We want to be uh, in a good Bible uh, preaching church. We want to be in a place where the word of God is being taught and discipleship is taking place. That's where we long to be. Now, does that mean that uh, the people that's in those places that, that we are calling the church today, does that mean that they're going to be perfect? No, you and I aren't perfect. There's going to be challenges galore. People are going to be this and people are going to be that, and there's all sorts of problems. There's no doubt about it. But let me tell you something. When you and I are truly converted in Christ, we are no longer going to be concerning ourselves anymore about the foolish things. The Bible says that as Christians, we're to live a quiet, peaceable life. We are to mind our own business, and we're to work with our hands and build toward the kingdom. You know what that means? We're not a bunch of gossipers. We don't sit around discussing who's done what and why and all this, but we focus on what God has called us to do, and that is to have a genuine, passionate fellowship through His Spirit. Verse 17 there again says, Therefore, if anyone, anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All th old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You see, we don't have to sit in tarnished up problems. We don't have to sit and deal with all those old things anymore. 
All those things have passed away. We're now in Christ. We're now refreshed and renewed in the things of Jesus. And in order to stay there, I want to live in the Word of God. I want to feast on Him. My spirit inside of me hungers for this truth. And that's the only place I'm going to find true contentment and true consistency of joy and peace and happiness and all the things of the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And against such thing there is no law, the Bible tells us over there in Galatians. So this is important, that you would examine yourself today to know who you are. Do you know this Jesus Christ that I speak about? Do you have this relationship? Does the things of this world seem to be growing stranger and stranger to you? Or do you find yourself falling more in love with the things of this world? Listen, you could be a church-going person saying, Oh, I know Jesus. This is ridiculous. Let me tell you something. If you and I know Jesus, we absolutely welcome this kind of teaching. Why? Because we are hungry to hear more folks coming to Christ. And no matter what time or place we're at in our life and our faith, we long to hear the good news of Jesus Christ because it identifies in our heart this truth. Amen. Some folks will hear this type of message and they'll say, well, I don't need to hear this. I already know this. Let me tell you what that is. That's pride. Pride cometh before a fall. It tells us that over in Proverbs. If you're a prideful person, get ready. You're fixing to fall. The Bible tells us that we're to be humble. We're to accept the things of the Lord the way he's called us to and humbly take those things into consideration and do the life, live the life he's called us to live. Do it the way he's called us to do it. And nothing else more, to the right or to the left, stay focused and stay on the path that he's called us to. Folks, that, that can't happen unless you stay in his word and live according to his spirit. The Bible tells us uh, in, uh, in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, right there at verse uh, 7, he says, For we walk by faith, not by sight. We walk by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. Today, so many people are looking and trying so hard to figure this life out. Oh, what about this? And what about that? If we can just make this happen or that happen, then we'll be content. We'll be happy. People have been trying to be happy for years by settling this issue and that issue, getting over this war or that war over this marital problem or that marital problem. People have been coming in, engaging themselves into a marriage, not even knowing God, but expecting a good marriage. Folks, a good marriage is a marriage that is built on the solid rock of Jesus Christ because he is the true marriage maker. Okay? So I'm just saying, if you're battling and struggling in your life today, it could be, you need to examine yourself. Make it your aim, as our scripture text this morning there in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 9 says, Therefore, we make it our aim to please God. In every form and fashion, we want to please the Lord God. Why? Because it is our heart's desire to serve Him. If you look there in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse, uh, uh, verse 1, it says, For we know that if our 
earthly house, this tent, is destroyed, speaking of our body, if we know this is destroyed, we know that we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. Knowing that if this tent's destroyed, we have nothing to lose. Why? Because we know that God has already built and made us a home not built out of hands, but by him, our eternal home in heaven, our inheritance through Jesus Christ. I'm telling you right now, that's exactly right. If you and I are longing for the Lord God, not letting anything else here hold us back, folks, we've got a genuine, passionable relationship with Jesus. Now, if you don't have that longing and that desire, I'm not trying to get you to doubt yourself. All I'm trying to get you to do in this message is to understand you need to examine yourself closely because that verse 17 does not stutter. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new, she is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. If your life's not walking new and refreshed in Christ on a daily basis, I would challenge and encourage you strongly to get on your knees and figure out who you are. Have God examine. Say, search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me, O God, and know my thoughts. And see if there'd be any wicked way in me. And lead me into your way, everlasting Father God. Father, thank you so much for this time today. I pray for the listener who's listening that you'll take this message and use it according to how you see fit for that listener right now who's listening into this message. Lord God, I thank you for what you're going to do. And I pray that this message would be a message that's fruitful and multiplies by your plan and your will. Not by anything I can do, Father. I just want to be a vessel for you, and I pray that same prayer for everyone who's listening, that we just be a vessel for you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for my relationship that I have with you, Father. I couldn't do this apart from you, to you be the glory. Lord, I thank you so much for the listener. I pray a blessing upon their lives, and whatever's happening in their life right now, once again, I just lift them up to you, and I pray you just work through their life, and they'd be a, 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 just a, a accepting of that, Father, and they would listen to what it is you would have for them to hear, Father. I pray this in Jesus' name, by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Living It Out, Evangelistic Ministries. I'm Cody Turner. I do thank you for listening. If you'd like to uh, send us a message, you can do so on our email at livingitout4christ at gmail.com. Once again, that's livingitout4christ at gmail.com. Please send us a message. We'd be glad to hear from you. God bless.